Welcome to We Should Start a Podcast. <laughs> my name is Tyler. This is my co-host, Nick. And we have no idea what we're doing. Um, we have no script. We have no... Clue? Um, talking points. We, we have no clue. So we're just going to figure this out as we go along. And if you're listening, congratulations to us because that means we successfully put a podcast on the internet and um, somebody found it, that being you. So welcome, Yes. Uh, hopefully for... you will be a loyal listener that will return. Um, hopefully we don't screw this up too bad that you never want to hear us again. Yeah. Thanks. For, thanks for listening. Yeah. And thank you to our sponsors. Um, me and the job that I work to pay for this. Let's put a little air time for our sponsors. Uh, this is brought to you by silence. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so first order of business, how do we get people to listen to our podcast? Actually, you know what? Before we worry about people um, listening to our podcast, we should probably worry about what our podcast is about. So previously, we talked about a few different things, um, and I think that we settled on a work-life balance subject, and Nick, will you please explain what that is? Um, that is not working too much i think ultimately is is the the motive behind that that i that uh ideology um and i I think that uh we can all agree that we can get quite carried away with um our jobs and in our day-to-day lives so figuring out the optimal balance to having uh both of those be cohesive in in our lives Now, Nick, do you feel like that you have a good work-life balance at this moment? <laughs> um, yeah, I think I actually do have a pretty good one, but um, that was not always the case. Uh, but I'm really conscious of making sure that I do that uh, just because, you know, I'm much like everybody else. I don't I don't necessarily want to go to work every day, so I make an effort to set that time aside. I, I don't know what you do, Tyler. I know you got a lot more going on than I do. Yeah, so maybe this podcast should be about me trying to be more like you <laughs> because I feel like I work way too much. Now, that may not be true, but that's what I feel like. So well, when you I, I when you work at work and, and any amount of work, work is too much. That's just that's something that you can't get away from. You you're basically renovating a house too, so it's work on top yeah. of work. Plus you got the little ones. Yeah, but they they are actually, I mean, they're a ton of work, but it's like the good kind of work where you you enjoy it and it's fun and, I mean, not like, not diapers or anything like that, but right, yeah, they're bigger now. You know, just <laughs> well, Bef- before you know it, they'll change into your diapers. <laughs> yeah, like especially if I keep working too much and end up injuring myself, and they're <laughs> in their elementary school years changing their father's diapers um god forbid um but yeah so today we actually had to push this recording back because i was tiling our kitchen and it took me literally all day to tile a Jeez, it's it's not very big at all it's not a big space i'm not very talented at tiling um Dude, in your defense, uh, it, it looked good. I mean, the picture you sent me, I... No, well, 
Yeah, I mean, I I'm I'm capable. Like I'm I'm enough of a handyman that I can pretty much figure out how to do anything. But it's gonna take me forever because I, I've just you know a lot of these things I'm figuring it out as I go along, and I know what it should look like, and I'll get there. But it's gonna take me all day. Yeah, I mean, but you you gotta so. you gotta start somewhere. I would have never even started. Well, this is, I'm like, forget it. This is the fourth time I've done tile, so it's not the first time I've done tile. But I'm oh. not getting better. So, so you're basically a especially pro is what you're saying. <laughs> well, when it's you know years in between tile jobs, then it doesn't really accumulate um, practice. So what so. happened? Like what 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 spiraled out of control for you? Well, we, we were planning on putting a shelf in and. Uh, I realized that I wasn't going to, I didn't know how I was going to mount this shelf. It was like a quartz, it's going to be a heavy shelf. So I I was like, I need to cut open this wall and put some backing in it because it's the sheetrock's not going to be able to support this shelf. And I couldn't just do it on the studs because I want the, the mounts are decorative too. So they need to be, you know, symmetrical and centered and all that stuff. And the studs are not going to be there. So, so I had to cut open the wall and add backing. And then when I cut open the wall, there was like, one of the main drain pipe vents for the whole plumbing system of our house was behind it. So I was like, okay, this is not good. And I had to figure something out for that and move the plan and then cut the tile backer, which is not easy to cut. And it just, I'm just, it spirals out of control pretty quickly. Yeah. You know, so it was mostly the prep work that I didn't even get started tiling till afternoon. Oh man. And then it took me another six hours to do the tile. So, but Maybe. you're done now, yeah. right? Like, well, are you are you 100% complete? No. No, I still have, like, this one little section that I got to do tomorrow. Man, I'm trying to be optimistic here for you, but I, I just, it's it's seeming like... I mean, I'm done for tonight. Yeah, that's good. I'm done for good tonight. Point. I've reached good that point. magical point of the evening where I can just sit. And you just walked up the right job. Now. We dropped your tools. Like, I'm out. Yeah. We picketing the, uh, well, actually my, in front my of the wife, house tomorrow morning. My wife, uh, thank you to my wife for actually cleaning up a lot of the mess so that I could come do this podcast. So, um, Shout out. I was going to, I was going to have to cancel, but she said, no, no, you go do your podcast. I'll You've take earned this. this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. I think she was, she was like, I need you to go do your podcast so that I can have a little time of peace and quiet to myself because she's been as, as I've been tiling all day, she's been watching the kids all day. So, Oh. It hasn't been easy for either one of us. Yelling obscenities and stuff. She's like, I just need some quiet. Well, she did have to put up with some of that at, at early, <laughs> early on in the day. No, seriously, early on in the day, I had to approach her and say, I just want you to know that I hate this and I'm going to be very angry and in a bad mood and I'm not mad at you and it's best probably to just avoid me for a while. Yeah. I'm mad at grout. Cause I, you well, I had just I was trying to take the faucet off of the sink so I could um, do the tile behind it, and it was a brand new one that I put on like a month ago, and so I didn't I haven't taken it off yet, and um, for some reason it was it wouldn't come off, and I'm like I just put this on here, I know how it went on, I should be able to get it off, and I couldn't, and I I hit my head like four times trying to do that, and <laughs> so I was just like about ready to scream. And uh, so she was like, are you okay in there? Because I was like yelling stuff. And and, it, and that's when I walked over and I was like, just, I'm not mad at you. Just don't take it personally. 
maybe just don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah. But but after I got past that, uh, it, it went better. But I was just frantically running around like the whole day, like hyper-focused, trying to get everything right, all the little gaps and stuff. It, it, well, we do, this isn't a tiling podcast, though, so we can we can move on to something else. <laughs> but um, yeah, some backstories to um, why we may be a little scatterbrained, aside from the fact that we don't know what we're doing or what we're talking about. But um, I think, yeah. at least for you, you have an excuse. I have no excuse. Um, aside from... I sat in some horrible traffic on the way home and, um, well, that'll do it. Yeah, man. I don't know what's going on. You know, in our area, traffic's pretty bad, but it seemed like they were closing roads and, and, uh, you know, I had to go through downtown and it's, it was just, and I had to, I had to use, um, the restroom too. And I just, it was, I, it snowballed on me. You gotta, <laughs> well, I, yeah, every, I heard you gotta just keep a Gatorade bottle in your car at all times. You know, it's funny. Cause when I was, coming down the freeway um i was thinking you know what man if i just had a bottle i i, I went back to that scene in dumber dumber and dumb and dumber and i thought man have you ever I, peed in a bottle in your car before i i not when i was driving and i don't even think it was my car but I, yeah I, i've done that before uh, I, I will say that okay. have you you have I, right? I have a i have i've only done it once and i will tell the story because i think it's a pretty funny story so this is a few years ago um, I, I was working in downtown Seattle and my boss at the time had season tickets to the Seahawks mm. and, uh, Best yeah, boss ever. Uh, and, well, he had four seats. And so he would, he would always take him and his wife would use two of the seats and he would sell the other two to different people. So, you know, when the schedule would come out, everybody, you know, you'd try to find a game that you want and text and be like, Hey, does anybody have the tickets for this game yet? And, or you send him your top three choices and he basically, he divvies up you buy him from him. He's not giving them away, but they're good seats. And so it's whatever he's selling for face value. He's not trying to make money. He just doesn't want to lose the seats. So, so I got tickets for, I forget what game it was. Uh, I think it was the Detroit lions. And it was actually the game where, I don't know if you follow, but it was the game where cam chancellor punched the football out on the goal line out of Calvin Johnson's hands. And it went out of the back of the end zone. And they won the game on that play i mean that that sounds it was pretty, vaguely familiar um i try to block out a lot of seahawks, seahawks football games on my memory um okay but uh yeah that, that, i'm you know what i'll be honest that sounds like something that could happen at a seahawks football game yeah it, it uh it, it's, it shows up on highlight reels every now and again it was a pretty pretty big play at the time because it was literally like a, on the goal line like he was running over the goal line he put anyway so i go to work that day i take my stuff to change into and all my bags and I, I'm riding the bus at this point. Um, but that day I drove. So I drove my wife's car because she was going to take the bus up and I was going to go, I was going to find a parking spot after I got off work and she was going to come up on the bus and I was going to meet her and then we were going to go to the game. So I go, there was where, where I was working, they had showers. And so I took a shower and changed and drove and, um, I went to the bathroom before I left work and so I'm driving around looking for a parking spot and it is really hard to find a parking spot around, you know, <laughs> that area That's an understatement. when there's a football game. Cause there's a million, million people around that aren't going to the football game. So now you've got all those people that are going on top of it and there's no parking. Mm -hmm. So I am about to pee my pants. I am literally dying. I think I'm just going to peel. And this is my wife's car. It was a brand new car. 
My car, my car is a piece of garbage. If I pee my pants in my car, it's happened once or twice already. No big deal. Push it off a cliff. Nobody <laughs> will miss it. But her car was brand new, and so I was like, okay, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? I finally find a parking spot, but there are no public bathrooms anywhere near me, and I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna do it right here. I have an empty water bottle. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go. And so I'm like, I can't do it in the front seat. Like there's too many, there's too many windows. So I climb into the back seat and I'm like trying to pee into this water bottle and I'm doing it, but it's like, it's just like a regular water bottle, like the 24 pack bottle from Costco, whatever. Yeah. And so the, the opening is not that big. So right. I'm like yep. really, really trying to make sure it gets in there and I'm doing a pretty good job, but I soon realize that this bottle is not big enough to hold all of the pee that my bladder has to give it. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to have to pinch it off. I'm going to, I have to stop. And Ooh, that's so, the worst. Oh, it hurts so bad. And so then like, as I'm, as I'm pinching it off, I like kind of lean, like lean over and like crack open the car door and like dump it out next to the car <laughs> and then try to, and then try to finish. But like when, once you pinch it off and then you restart, it's never like a clean stream. We want you unpinch it. No. So, it kind of got it kind of got all over me oh. um it didn't get all over my wife's car so that was good but hopefully she's everybody at the seahawks this. game is she's gonna listen to this <laughs> and i'm pretty sure i've told her this story before okay but uh, but yeah that was that was the only time and I, from then on i'm like if i ever get into that situation again i need a, a wide mouth gatorade bottle that can hold <laughs> A lot more than I'm gonna need it. And to. you're not trying to brag either. It just makes it more convenient to. No, it's, to just, get it's just easier. Like I don't, need, I don't, I don't want to pee into a hole. I want to put my thing through a hole that I can just pee into. You yeah, know? yeah. No, that's that's a. It's it's fair. I think. Like to to uh to illustrate it more visually, imagine like what's easier: putting the gas pump into your like gas tank and turning it on, or like trying to shoot the gas into the gas tank from like a couple inches away like what's gonna get more gas in the gas tank right yeah yeah you want to stick the nozzle into the gas tank and then turn it on i mean think think of it this way the bright side is you went to a football game where a bunch of people had probably already peed themselves or will end up peeing themselves at some point so everybody's you were just part of the part of the crowd man yeah i think i almost got into a fight after that game too well, you had a stressful, you had a stressful journey we'll, to the game. We won't so. get into that. We won't get into that, <laughs> dude. That's why I can't um, go to Seahawks games. Every time I go to a Seahawks game, man, someone always tries to to pick something with me. And uh, you know, of course, this sounds, you know, one sided, but I, I wasn't even doing anything. You know, I'm just wearing the wrong wrong team's jersey, and uh, so I've told myself I'm well, no see, longer going. That's not going. cool. Like, I like to talk a little bit of trash, but like, really, you're gonna try to fight somebody? But, you know, alcohol gets involved and it's just, it's one of those things where you, you just, who knows why or what. And it's just, you know, you mix alcohol and this super fandom stuff and, you know, stupid just, things happen. It's just sports hate. Yeah. Like, don't make it. People, I don't know, man. Some people take it real seriously. It's weird. Yeah. However, I have, I kind of, I, I sometimes have to check myself when it comes to the Seattle Sounders and Portland Timbers rivalry because... And, and we lost to them this year in the playoffs, and that was rough. That no, was, we didn't. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. Yeah, they beat us no, at we home. Didn't. Yes, we. Yes, they did. I no, was at, we won I, I was, the game. I was at. I was at the game, dude. <laughs> we lost. No, we won. We lost in in penalty it was like, shootout. We, yeah, on like 
the stupid like aggregate like home away scoring that's how they lost well yeah like, so not- we if you wanted to look at like the straight up score of that game, yeah, we won. But you know, we yes, that's what I was getting at. But you know, that's but, why soccer sucks. No, 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 no. We're not gonna get into this, into this discussion. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that, going back to the whole fandom thing, that's that's I, I had to always remind myself, like, man, I I hate losing to Portland, but uh, it, at the end of the day, it's just it's just a sporting event, right? And and um, I, I mean, I I thought about it a lot afterwards, and and uh, it. The point being that that was probably one of the greatest playoff games I can think of uh, in in MLS, uh, and I think a lot of people, objectively looking at it, might agree, um, or they might not. I, I could be biased too because of our Northwest rivalry and, and the pride we have here for soccer. But it was ultimately, if you were to look out from the outside, it was a really good game. Um, so even though we didn't come out on top, yeah, I heard it was good. Yeah, I heard it was good. It was fun. It was good to I be there know. too. Um, yeah. Speaking of uh, being stuff, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna kind of turn this somewhere else, I guess. Uh, a little more somber, somber. But uh, I, have you been following that whole wildfire thing over in California? Uh, a little bit. Um, I haven't for the last couple of days because I, um, the job I was on Thursday and Friday didn't allow me any time to like really do anything as far as look at my phone for news. So, um, no, but I've, I've seen what, what's the latest. Cause the last I heard it was like 44 people died. Oh no. The, like last I heard today at some point was 63 and there's like, I think a thousand. Would you missing? say 63? Yeah. Yeah. And there's, I think I want to say there's, oh, man. I, I, I should probably look this up. I think there's about a thousand missing at this point. Well, I, I'm at my studio, uh, station here. So let's look up California wildfires. Oh, I just typed in Cali, and there it is. Death toll rises to 76. Oh, wow, so it's gone up since I last saw it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, just those 13, pictures are, are crazy. It says 1,300 unaccounted for. Yeah, see, yeah, I mean, the, so that, again, that, and I, I heard about this either last night or earlier this morning, and, and that's, the the pictures, if you look at the pictures, man, it, it, it's something out of out of a movie almost. It's crazy. Have you seen some of the videos of people driving down the road trying to get away and there's fire on either side of them and it's like an inferno and they're driving into clouds of smoke and they don't even know what is in the smoke, but they're just like trying not to die. Yeah. And it looks like hell. Dude, I, like I actually haven't watched them, but <clears throat> it's uh It is terrifying. Yeah. The videos I, I, look I terrifying. That's some crazy but. stuff there. Yeah, I I've, I haven't really followed it as as, as closely as um, I think a lot of people are, but and I and I think it's kind of because we just had our fire season up here in the northwest, and and it were in the uh, I guess the quote unquote safe season for us, uh, but California definitely isn't. And, yeah, and this is something that uh, we've never seen even up here, and we have we've had a couple pretty bad ones the last couple of years, so. Um, and this is, I guess, paradise where it started is is pretty much gone, man. Like it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, I heard Miley Cyrus lost her Malibu home. Oh man, there's a whole thing, dude. I read an article about um, like the Kardashians uh, hired some firefighters, some private firefighters, or something like that, and had their home protected. Um, but and then I don't know how. Like I haven't really read too deep into that, but. Uh, it's pretty interesting to see how 
there, you know, some people can just pay to have their places protected and some people have no other choice, but just to get out. Um, it's, it's just a weird thing. Cause then, you know, you come back and nothing, you've got nothing. It, it's, it's a weird, it's weird to kind of try to imagine what you would do in that situation. But I think I think it's good that we acknowledge it. That like, you know, even though we're we're tucked up in this corner, we should probably, you know, send out a little, you know, good vibrations for the people down there. Just because, you know, that could be anybody. And and we're seeing this kind of crazy stuff happen. Not just fires, but all kinds of different natural disasters happening all over the place. And um, I don't know if it's just because we've got more, you know, coverage. Like everything is so accessible f- to us, or um, because these things are happening more frequently. Uh, or it's both. I, 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 I really don't know. I don't have enough data on that to, to have a solid, you know, concrete answer as to why, but it just seems like we're seeing this stuff over and over with, you know, Houston. And then, um, we had, uh, was it Puerto Rico and, um, who was the most recent one? We had the, uh, was it the, the South had the Gulf of Mexico. I'm sorry. Yeah. Gulf of Mexico. Is that right? We're like, um, No, 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 that's fine. Um, so we're coming back from some technical difficulties. Uh, Nick was still talking and I couldn't hear him. So uh, I'm not sure what he said, but I'm sure it was riveting. Um, so we can continue talking about California or we can move on to something else. Yeah, I think ultimately, I think just, you know, we're we're acknowledging that this stuff is happening. And, and uh, just because uh, we try to talk about other stuff, we're, we, we realize that um, people are out there, you know, struggling. So, uh, so that would be kind of a cool thing just to kind of recognize. Um, but yeah. on, on a different note, um, have you, have you got like your beer of the day today or, or, or you, you know what? Actually, <laughs> I don't, I drank my last beer earlier when I was tiling. Um, but my wife was nice enough to make me a, uh, maker's mark and ginger ale. So mm, that's a good I've one. got that going. Oh, I love yeah. those love those so I, is, I actually got a, a classic uh, i got a big old thing of patron from a, a golf tournament ra- uh, raffle i i got and that's been you nice. were in a golf tournament uh, hey hey wait wait hold on hold on how did your uh you were in like a, a karate tournament weren't you <laughs> yeah yeah uh, i'll be the next karate kid uh, uh it was a a jiu-jitsu tournament and uh yeah it went pretty it went pretty well i i uh and I was real nervous and, um, but this is your first one, right? Yeah. It was my first one. Uh, okay. I guess backstory. I, I you know, started doing jujitsu and we had a lot of fun with that and decided that I, I, I do this competition and it was kind of a, a last minute thing. I had convinced myself I couldn't do it cause I had an injury and wasn't able to train as much as I, or prepare as much as I had hoped, but, uh, you know, went for it anyways and, and had a game plan and, and was able to accomplish that game plan for the most part. Uh, but, um, it was, was good... your game plan to win because <laughs> that would be my game plan. I mean, yeah, obviously that's everyone's game plan, but I, I, I went one and one, you know, I lost my first, first match and I, and I won the second one, but I, I learned a lot and I, and I got that, I got those jitters out, you know, you know, you, you, you remember like you play little league or something like that and you have the first game and you just don't know what to expect cause it's all new. Uh, that's what it felt like, yeah. and, and I had a huge adrenaline played, dump I, and got real sick to my stomach. <laughs> and it was pretty, it was pretty funny looking back. I, I'm, I'm, 
I played softball last spring and it was pretty much still like that. So, oh yeah, know. oh you, what position oh, yeah. do you play at softball? Uh, typically outfield, but mm. Mm. Uh, it's because I I like you know tracking balls and chasing them down and catching them. But mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. so amped up that. I was just like fumbling. Like I would get one in my glove and then I would try to grab it and it would just, to be, to be fair, they were, it would, the ground was a little wet. So, right. Yeah. This is not on but, you. Yeah. It kind of was though. Like, <laughs> I was just, I was like just way too amped up to be playing after a probably 25 year hiatus. Well, we're glad you came out of retirement. I'm sure the team was really grateful about that. Yeah, and then I didn't show up for the last, like, two weeks because we were buying a house. They, I don't know. I talked to one of the guys, apparently, like, we, like, were in the playoffs and, like, did some good stuff, but I wasn't there, so. Well, every, every team needs to have a diva, a holdout, you know? Oh, dude, like, <laughs> I I had stuff going on, but I was not the diva. There were some kids on that team, and I say kids, they were, like, 20 and, like, 19 and 20 and they were pretty good and they were really athletic but they were babies like such bad sportsmanship mm. like they would get so frustrated and one of the guys who was like one of the better players on our team like we weren't like he just felt like we weren't like playing that well and so he's like he decided that he was going to start batting left-handed just just because and it's like dude what are you doing like Oh, like you're just screwing around now. Like we're actually we're actually trying to play here, and you're just goofing around. And it was like, okay, like I know it's a rec league softball, but you're trying to get that sponsorship. Like we're right? we're trying, we're trying. <laughs> you know, we're trying to have a good time, and you're just being an ass. So, well, you know, the young people, man. I, and it's so funny because we're not that old, and we were there. But it's so funny looking back, and we'll look back five years from now and go man we were dumb back then too um but it's tough it's tough going back and and being five six seven ten years older than people that's the dynamic is is hard to work with yeah yeah like kind of like you and me like you're how how old are you nick uh i just turned 32 actually yeah so you're a baby i can i can hardly even stand to talk to you sometimes yeah no i get that because just the maturity level is just not there yeah you really hit a soft spot there (laughs) (laughs) so so you actually you are ghosting me when i text you it's like i don't want to respond to this no 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 i know i'm not i'm just very bad at it's out there getting back to you it's it's, it's usually timing like if i get no i just i have I'm so forgetful. If I get a text and it's not good timing, like I can't, res- if I can't respond right away, then I will forget the text happened at all. What if you get like a reward? Si- like what if there's a reward system, you know, you, where if you respond to the text, you get, you know, like a, a digital ticket and you get a certain amount of tickets, you get to turn it in for a prize. Mm. Kind of like an arcade. I think we may need to start with higher stakes. Like maybe if I respond, I just get the prize. No, you get, no, nah, because, because, yeah, of course you're going to respond, but you got to work for it a little bit more. Well, I mean, you got to start somewhere. Because if, 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 if it takes me like a week to get like two tickets, then I'm just going to be like, screw this. Well, I'll just text you more often in the middle of the night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the perfect so, time. <laughs> I'm never going to get any tickets. <laughs> hey, you know, and, and, you know, 
in your defense, I don't have notifications pop up, so I don't see texts until I actually open up the the messaging app. Uh, so oh, so you know when you do get texts back. So, from me, oh, so that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. On oh, that, and your name is on the text, so I know whether or not to respond. And uh, oh, okay. Like um, I've I, I've run into a lot of times where I, I don't respond to a text, and much like you, I forget. And then a week later, I'm like, oh, man, I was that guy that didn't respond to the text. And I saw it. And and uh, I feel, you know, I, I always feel guilty not responding to someone's text because, I don't know, it's like you feel like you're ignoring them or they get the impression that you're ignoring them. And that wasn't necessarily the truth. Um, yeah, no, it's intentions are. The guilt is heavy. What's the what's the, the phrase that people say about intentions? Oh, I, I'm oh. excited to hear it's like the the road to something is paved with good intentions or something like that. Oh, success! But it's like it's success. bad. No, it's not. It's like the road to uh, I don't know. The road to hell is paved with good intentions or something like that. Mm. God, I, I wish need I was somebody to look that up. Where's something. Where's my assistant? Where's my assistant? <laughs> you got snap your fingers. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look that up. You talk about something real quick. Oh, this okay. is gonna drive me crazy. I won't be able to think. Yeah, I know, and I'm a sucker for good, uh, good quotes. I love me a quote. Um, I actually have uh, a quote on the wall in our. Home. Oh, I was right. I was oh. right. It's the road to hell is paved with good intentions. That's it. I, I, I right. kind of thought hell would be a pretty good choice, um, or the road to. Man, what's a terrible place to go to? A real place. A real place. The road well, to the dentist. Right now, California. The road to the dentist is paved with good intentions. Like you intended to floss your teeth. What's so you, wrong? What's so bad about the dentist? Dude, no one likes going to the dentist. Well, yeah, but like it's a place that you should go. Like well, hell is something that you should never go. Well, I mean, there's a whole different slew of, of of arguments about that. You could say is hell a real place? Hell could be anything. Hell could be the dentist. And for me, okay, so the dentist is hell. It really is. <laughs> oh, so your 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 private hell is just daily trips to the dentist. Yeah, actually, anytime I have to go to the dentist, and and it's not just the act of of whatever the cleaning or not even the cleaning, but just you know getting if you if you get a cavity, just like the man. I don't know if my teeth are good or they're gonna tell me I have the mouth of a sixty two year old man or you know, and then you you know it's gonna. I don't cost really listen to what they say. Yeah, but. I mean, I've got decent dental insurance, I guess. So I, I do too, but it, it still <coughs> always costs m- money. And I'm like, ah, I struggle with that, man. And I don't know why. I shouldn't. It seems like a silly thing to, to struggle with, but it's good. For, it's good for me. I should probably do it. I, I do. I do go to the dentist. For everybody out there wondering if I've got the weirdest grill in the world, um, I do go to the dentist. Yeah. I recently had to do so, uh, deep cleaning. That was pretty terrible. All right, so I, I've got a I've got a transition. I, since we're on the subject of like sayings and uh, whatever, like uh, what's the man? Never mind. Uh, I can't think of the word. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're like the, right the on point today. Quotes and sayings and like idioms or whatever, uh-huh. like just famous sayings that people drop all the time. Sure. So you know how people always say that variety is the spice of life yeah i say that yeah that's it's a great quote and you're like oh that's so true yeah like blah blah blah. do you ever think about how 
easy it must have been to be a genius like before these things became like famous sayings because like that's so simple like obviously anybody could say that but like now like somebody is is famous for coming up with this very simple phrase right like everything's been thought of now so to to be a genius now you have to come up with something truly remarkable but back then you could have been like oh hey guess what if i put butter and sugar and flour together and cook it it that's amazing you know like but now i mean you gotta come up with something super crazy to be remarkable right yeah i mean like how I don't know. I, I got. I guess I got more hope. I'm more optimistic. I mean, I'm not gonna create something great, but <laughs> I think well, that's why. That's why I feel like know. early inventors. Like, like, if you look up like early inventors, they you look at what they're how many inventions they made, and they, they made invented like 500 different things, you know. And a lot of them ended up being nothing. But you know, when there isn't a whole lot, it's kind of easy to come up with stuff. Yeah. Like imagine, like, early rock and roll, like. I feel like it would have been easy to write songs back then. Maybe, I mean, you have don't have the influences that we do now, but I feel like every time I try to write a song, like I'll come up with something and I'll be working on it. I'll be like, oh, I like this, I like this. And then I'll go, you know what? This sounds a whole lot like something, you know, like oh, and yeah. I'll yeah, yeah, yeah. No, figure out like, I'm like this, I didn't make this up. This is a song already. You know, it's, <sighs> we live in a, in an age and, and Hollywood's there too. Like they just do reboots of all the movies because nobody can think of another movie to make. Yeah, but think of it so. this way though: it's easy to say that that things were easier to do in hindsight, right? But at that time, they had to take that risk of, man, is this even? Do people even are going to be into this? And, and you know, as a musician, I mean, I'm specifically queuing on the musician thing here. You, you know, you're putting yourself out there. So when yeah when you write something and and you put it out there for the first time and it's different right no one's heard this before, uh it you're exposing your soul so it's a big big jump and it's like that risk reward kind of scenario so looking True. back I think it's easy to say oh man that would have been so much easier back then but I don't know man but I think in in twenty fifty years people will be like man those two guys didn't know what they're talking about on that podcast but it's so easy to figure out stuff to talk about <laughs> people are going to be definitely listening to this podcast in 50 years oh for sure yeah yeah it's gonna be like a time capsule we're, we're gonna be the standard obviously but i'm just giving you an example probably a bad one but um yeah i, I think about that sometimes though especially when it comes to music like man that song is so simple like, like how, how come how come i can't think of something like that okay so on that subject of thinking up something innovative and remarkable i have a brilliant idea are you ready for this oh I'm, yeah hit me this like i i'm not going to do this because ethically i think it's wrong okay and i think there would be too too many like hurdles and red tape to actually allow this to happen but if I could get this through and get investors, this could make a lot of money. Are you ready for this? Yeah, this, this is my million. Is this me. is my million. This is my million dollar idea. Okay, it is parachute insurance. <laughs> it sounds now, like a hear bad me idea. out. Hear me out. So now, so now, on airplanes, there is a parachute for every passenger. I don't. They're not like that now, but let's just say. 
every passenger has a parachute accounted for them, but it's not theirs. Now, when you buy your ticket, you can pay 10 or $15 for parachute insurance, right? And then in the event of a plane crash, if you've paid for parachute insurance, you get a parachute. Now, wait, wait, hold on. Hold if on, you hold on. haven't before, paid for- before you before you continue, I, I need some clarification. In the event the plane crashes and you paid for parachute ins- insurance, you get a parachute. But if the plane already crashed, why do you need a parachute? Okay, look, back up. The plane is going down. The plane okay. has not yet okay. crashed, but it's going to. You need I to get. That's you need to you jump meant, out of the airplane. Okay. Yeah, that, that's. Thank you for the clarification. Yeah, the plane has not crashed yet, but it's going to. It's going down, and if you've paid for the parachute insurance, you get a parachute. Hmm. But if you haven't paid for parachute or the parachute insurance, you can still get a parachute, but the price jumps considerably oh. to like five hundred dollars. Which, if, if, if it's living or dying, give me the parachute for $500. Right. Right. So, Are what I'm saying is like how many planes... Add sales to... How many like planes don't crash, though? How many planes don't crash? Well, right, right. But I think if you're buying a so ticket you're just, people for an are just, airline that's like, people are hey, just paying. You, you can get parachute insurance, I'd be like, man, maybe I should fly with a different airline. Because if they're offering me parachute insurance... Well, no, that's why you got to get it with all of them. Oh, see, now you're trying to like, oh, so you're saying basically let's put a whole bunch of doubt into the air, the, the, what is it? The, uh, the flight industry of like our planes in case they crash, here's a parachute for you. No, I'm just saying that we can use fear to get people to pay for something they don't need. Oh dude, we're already doing that. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, so, you but I, if it's my idea, else. then maybe I, <laughs> yeah, this is my way rich. of doing it. Yeah, because uh, t- every if every airline ticket, you know, $10 that is just extra. That adds up quick. Yeah. But then, I mean, so it's, are all the flight attendants trained in, in buckling you into your parachute and, like, strapping all that stuff in? And then you get one of those, uh, what is it, all tim- all altitude monitors on your wrist? and and uh, Or is it like a, like a phone you just download on your app or a, uh, an app on your phone. And when you jump out, it tells you to pull the, pull the string. What if you pull the string and you get sucked into the, the, the engine? I know that's, that's pretty graphic, but I mean, a lack well, of experience. But at that point, happen. I've already got your money. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm not, I don't, I don't need to teach you how to use it. Oh, okay. So it's, it's, here's it's, a parachute. it's just, Figure it's it fear mongering. I don't care. Like okay. Okay. just, I just need you to think that you need this. So you buy it. Like I, it doesn't matter if it works like the parachute. It could be just be an empty backpack. Oh, like, that's even worse. <laughs> I'm, I'm saving costs here. Yeah. Cause the startup would be inc- incredibly expensive it's to like get parachutes for every passenger. You pull the string and it's bricks that come out of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, I mean, at least I mean, at least you get it over with quicker. It's oh. just a it's a folded up blanket. <laughs> oh man, that'd be bad. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I no. mean, do you. This does sound like it would make some money. Um, I don't. Yeah, I think this is a very unethical thing. But if, if we if we're throwing ethics out the window, I think you're onto something here. But you I yeah, mean, you've so, got to get some special interest going on to, to get this through like the FAA, was it the FAA and all that. <laughs> yeah, I would need like the the Illuminati or the Freemasons in on this to like push it through. They're probably cause, listening because we're on the internet. So. Yeah, I, it, they probably have a microphone in my room already. You'll so. be getting like a, like this very well, cryptic I guess, email. 
next week. I guess we're doing this over the phone, so they definitely have it. Yeah. Um, so just if you're listening, people who run the world secretly, please don't steal my idea. Yeah, that was my email idea. is on please our website, for that. so you can get a hold of us. Yes. Um, um, at least give us some credit. It's Tyler at uh, what is what's we, our website we called? Start a podcast. Oh yeah, Tyler at dot com. Dot com. Yeah. So Tyler <laughs> at we should start a podcast dot com. Reach me that way to give me all the money that you make for my idea. Thank you. Oh, hey, actually, on that note, uh, I, I think I think we've kind of run out of our material, but. I think it would be great to ask anybody that is that happens to listen to this or, or come across the, the website at we should start a podcast.com and uh, feel free to email us what things you would like to hear us talk about. Um, any kind of pointers, any kind of uh, topics that we should touch on or, or things that you don't like hearing us ramble on about either one of us. If you could, you could say, Hey, I'd rather hear Tyler yeah. talk more. You know that that's a, that's a hurtful <laughs> email, but we'd be open to getting that email. Yeah, or um, since if you're listening to this, you probably know us. You could just text us as well. I mean, yeah, like the three friends that we have combined. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, we're we're open to suggestions. We we have some ideas um, that we need to hammer out a little bit more um, that we've talked about before. Um, but I think as uh, for the sake of time, we we could probably end it here because it's about we're about forty five minutes in minus the part we cut out for um, and the technical difficulties. Phone, yeah, there we go. So don't tell don't yeah, tell them I guess that's that it. it went wrong. Just do what every everybody else in the industry does and call it technical difficulties and not a mistake. Yeah. So or well, and if people don't, if you don't remember where the technical difficulty was, feel free to listen to it again. And try to find it. Yeah. That's like the game. It's like a scavenger That's your, your bonus. Find the technical difficulties. Yeah. We can do that in every show because there'll be lots, guys. We promise. And then subscribe to this podcast. Also, everybody subscribe. And then unsubscribe and resubscribe. Download. Listen. Tell all your friends delete, to do the same thing. Unsubscribe. Resubscribe. Because I think you get count, counted for every one of those. So oh, yeah, that'd be cool. maybe just put it on repeat um, in the background. Grab your, grab or, your or turn your volume down. And, and subscribe on their phone and do that as well. Um, yeah, on your little brother, your little sisters, and and uh, your aunts and uncles. They have the whole family do it. It could be a family affair. Yeah, yeah. Everybody should listen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're pretty. We're pretty. I don't, PG. I don't know for. Yeah, I, I did say the ass whole earlier. Mass though, thing so. you did with the parachute insurance, but we can cut that out. No, no, no. We need that because how else am I going to get my Illuminati money? Yeah, it's true. We do need to, to fund this podcast. Yeah, so <laughs> we're open to sponsors. <laughs> yeah, cool. All right. Well, thanks. Uh, for, thanks for joining, Tyler. It's, it's been real fun. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this is check us out. This we has been episode one of. Com. We should start a podcast. Are you still recording? <laughs>